This podcast is brought to you by RMA, the Risk Management Association. RMA's sole purpose is to advance the use of sound risk management principles in the financial services industry. Learn more at rmahq.org. Hello, my name is Linda Tuck-Chapman, speaking to you today on behalf of the RMA Journal about a topic that's very near and dear to my heart, building a better third-party risk management program. As former Chief Procurement Officer in three major banks and a seasoned management consultant, I've focused a lot of my time and attention on third-party risk management in recent years and have uh, certainly lots to share about this. So I'm going to refer you to an article that was published in the March 2017 issue of RMA Journal called Building a Better Third-Party Risk Management Program for more information. But today I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what's in that article and things that might be helpful to you. So third-party risk management is something that really is worth doing well. It helps protect your, uh, your institution's reputation, its resources, its customers. But from the regulatory perspective, it's an indicator of overall management capabilities. So it's part of your CAMELS rating in a financial institution, which is the M under CAMELS management. And third-party risk management is one of the areas that can help regulators determine the effectiveness of overall management capabilities. And this is likely because third parties are part of every aspect of your business operations, uh, from the back office to the front office. So as I say, third-party risk management is, is important to do well. And there's lots of uh, effort and activity driving these programs. So I think it's probably a good time to step back, take a closer look about whether or not these investments in t- people, tools, processes, and resource-intensive activities are, pr- are producing a noticeable impact uh, to improve your overall third-party risk management. So when you think about third-party risk management, I guess one of the first things we should talk about is third parties are more than vendors. Vendors are those relationships that are very easy to spot. Uh, just uh, do a run of your accounts payable active vendors, and you can whether or not they're being sourced centrally or in the business or how they're managed, those are, are your vendor population. What's a little bit more difficult to determine is what the rest of these relationships are, the the third parties. And according to regulators, third parties are any entity, including affiliates, that have a business relationship with your institution or its customers, but that relationship is not in itself a relationship as a customer. So that means that uh, these third-party relationships are typically not sourced through your centralized procurement organization. They're typically acquired through, directly by the business line or the business segment. And uh, financial remuneration is not through accounts payable. In fact, there may be no direct remuneration at all, such as in a uh, joint venture or uh, some form of uh, brand, co-branding. So uh, any payment, if, they, if it's rendered at all, is typically outside of the accounts payable process, which makes them a little bit harder to spot. So uh, what the third-party risk management roundtable through the RMA did uh, probably about two years ago now is to work with the sector and figure out what do we really mean and could we define these third-party relationships. And we developed a list of uh, 19 categories and 53 subcategories of relationships. This would include correspondent banking, indirect lending, tenant relationships, uh, financial market utilities, etc. So stepping back and looking at building a better third-party risk management program, I guess the first thing that you really want to think about is what are your points of reference to know if it's, if it's, if it's complete and it's working well. So the article that I've written is about the concepts of compliance, 
completeness, risk centricity, and risk adjustment. So I'll speak to these very briefly. Uh, the compliance component is really pretty easy to figure out what that means, but let me just give you a few data points. As of the end of June 2016, the number of matters requiring attention, or MRAs, in national banks had declined significantly, but there are still many gaps in compliance. And by the middle of 2016, 14% of all MRAs issued to mid-sized and community banks were related to third-party risk management. That was an increase of about 165% over the previous years. So you know where the regulatory attention is. So really compliance is a very important uh, aspect and bringing everything in is important as well. So that brings us to the concept of completeness. Now, achieving completeness test is very, very challenging and uh, because really the number of relationships that you have is enormous. So as we've discussed, meeting the completeness test for vendors is easy, but meeting the completeness test for other third parties means going out and working with the business. That's really the only way that you can bring them all in, and uh, that would have to be on a systematic basis. So when it comes to risk centricity, this is just about a systematic risk-oriented program uh, that is applied to the concept of third-party risk management. So you really want to make sure that your, uh, your program uh, looks at inherent and residual risk. It's very systematically objecting and objectively assessing those risks, finding ways to mitigate and actively management, manage known or potential risks, and to have effective controls and oversight. So repeatable processes are without a doubt what you need to do. And the last concept is risk adjusted. So once you get into this, you're going to realize that uh, one size fits all is just going to crush your organization. It's just too much work. So the kinds of things you're going to look at are assessing simply the risks that are present, but more importantly, imposing controls that make a lot of sense because of those risks and not burdening uh, the first line of defense with onerous um, uh, controls that really are not uh, commensurate with the risk and the, the importance of the relationship uh, to the business. So overall, the third-party uh, third risk management is not new, but it's not mature either. So there's lots of room for improvement, and we'll see this improve over the next few years. So thank you for listening today. My name again is Linda Tuck Chapman from Ontala. You can reach me at 416-452-4635 or 917-831-2923, or online. Okay, thanks for listening.